0: Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911.
1: TGIF. Thank God, I am forgiven. That's oh, right. Wonderful yeah, to we be we went back. to confession this week. Yes, we did. We went together. So, so TGIF. Yeah, and the whole week has been just wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? It just it, it floods you with peace because absolutely. Uh, just living under
2: the uh, <clears throat> the Biden administration. I almost said the other word. And just living kind of under modernist modernism in the Catholic Church, it's kind of stressful. It is so, absolutely it is, and, and so I think prayer and sacraments are a are are good very medicine.
1: important. Yeah, that's our medicine for our soul, yeah. and our, for our temperament. And I really saw a difference in both of us, and um, because you know Jesse and I, you know, we're we're a married couple. We're human beings. Yeah. You know, we have a little bit. Uh, sometimes we people, have our kerfuffles. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that was really uh, it was wonderful that we went together this time. Amen. We, we go separate, but this time was together. I so. need to share something about the yeah. tradition of the church. Okay, well, before you, we get into yeah. the topic. Well, today is um, the, the Friday, and this is the day that we honor. It's a daily devotion. Okay, we yeah. ask, the daily devotions are Friday. We focus on Christ's passion and His Sacred Heart. And what does that do? Why do we have daily devotions? That's a tradition of the church. Well, we also, it's found in uh, Sacro Sanctum Concilium. concilium. Vatican II Yeah, Vatican II And number 13, it says, popular devotions of the Christian people are to be highly recommended, provided they accord with the laws and norms of the church. Above all, when they are ordered by the apostolic See." These devotions should be so drawn up that they harmonize with the liturgical season according with the sacred liturgy are in some fashion derived from it and lead the people to it since in fact the liturgy by its very nature far surpasses any of them so i think you know that's beautiful a in the church. yes it's beautiful Every See, day the church is always to thinking about else. our soul right. how can we become holy yeah. and by holy... Holy, we need to be sanctifying each day of the week with a particular devotion, which helps us to develop a rhythm of prayer and a connection with the liturgical life in the church. That's so important. You get in that rhythm of prayer. Oh, today's with let me focus my rosary. Okay, I'm going to in addition to all your intentions, you can uh, actually lift up the passion and the sacred heart of Jesus. And Today also, is Friday. And, and yeah. so
2: that's for the daily devotion. We always right. have something. Monthly and devotion. Then there's also a monthly devotion yep. in the Catholic faith. Yep. The church has figured everything out yes, to it's... keep us in that cycle of, 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 of living Rhythmic, in, a, in a state Psyche of grace. Of prayer,
1: yes. Absolutely. January is the,
2: the, the, the month of the holy name of Jesus. The yep. holy name, name of Jesus. Je- the name man. above all names. Right. Say right. the name often throughout the day. Uh, just fire off a little arrow prayer. Jesus, I trust Trusting in you. you. Jesus, have mercy on me. Jesus, I love you. Amen. Jesus, be with me. Amen. Yeah, just, just it'll, and that'll get right. you through the tough times. It will. It I, need will. I wrote an article for. Uh, oh yes, you did. Church Militant put it out. It's just it's talking about the rise of Satanism. Yeah. Let's just jump right into it. Yeah,
1: it's it's uh, titled Satanism Surging. You know, and um, Catholics, we're going to be mounting a counterattack. We'll be talking right? about that. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that. But let's start with it. It starts off, Jesse starts off, did you know that Satanists have a political platform strikingly similar to that of the Democratic Party? Huh? How many of you ever known that? Yeah. Huh? Here is where the Saint- Satanic Temple stands on several key issues. The cult. It poses religious liberty for adoption agencies and other Christian charities.
2: So do the Democrats. Yeah,
1: supports widespread use of contraception.
2: So do the Democrats.
1: Supports same-sex marriage. So do the Democrats. Supports abortion, even calling the unborn baby tissue that belongs to a woman. So do the Democrats. Demands religious symbols be struck from the public square. Well, look at uh, it's funny. They support um, contraception and same-sex marriage. Well, you're not you're not being. Uh, uh, fertile and multiplying, they're the ones that like to abort babies. You're not going to have any babies if you have contraception and same sex marriage.
2: Exactly. You know, it, they're, it, it, they're just. That's the definition of yeah, culture they, of death.
1: Death and confusion. Diabolical
2: disorientation, to use Sister Lucia's phrase, culture of death, John Paul II's phrase. This yep. is what they promote. That's they even had, by the way, uh, a Satanist yes. by the name of Steve Hill. Uh, and back in 2016, Steve Hill, a, a part, you know, he he advocates uh, as himself or represents himself as a Satanist. He ran for office in a Democrat state primary, Senate. Uh, thanks, thankfully, he lost. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Uh, he lost, uh, but he was also a Bernie Sanders supporter. But he was able to secure that this, was a this divine appointment. <laughs> this satanist was able to secure over ten thousand wow. votes from California Democrats. Wow, that's and incredible. by the way, for years, satanist organizations have filed lawsuits challenging pro-life laws. Satanists and witches around the country coordinated mm-hmm. on social media and curse and hex President Trump and his, administra- his administration. Also, satanists have normalized themselves by. Align themselves with Democrats. This is the way they are legitimized in society, and they are afforded political protection by the Democrat Party.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of activities that they're involved in, right? The people don't yeah. realize. They don't realize they're right, right in, under our nose. Yeah, right. And people just don't think that they're out there. Number one, they are. They are. They have after-school programs. Which they give kids coloring books. They babysit them until the kids are picked up by their parents. Just imagine mm. the indoctrination <laughs> that these kids are getting for an hour or right. two hours, whatever. Yeah, however long. Right. They also have invocations at city council meetings. Um, they, that's the big beef in yeah. Scottsdale. Yeah, right. Scottsdale says you can't do you it, you can't here do that. They were denied yeah, we'll that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's why he's coming back. Yeah. You know, for revenge. Yes, I call it that. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the, why the, the son Catholics of Satan. and right, the son and that's Satan. and that's why Catholics here in Arizona are going to protest and they're rising up. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else are they involved they, in? They're also involved in Hollywood. Uh, they control Hollywood, yeah, the uh, hip hop, decades. rap music industry, and heavy metal music. I'm sure you all know. Listen to the know, lyrics. Know, lyrics uh, on the you know the uh, Super Bowl. Listen uh, to the entertainment. Their Look at that. They'll it just, admit it. Listen yeah. to the Hollywood yeah.
2: interviews, heavy metal rap. Look at what they There's say. There's no
1: hiding any, more, any longer. I became rich. I gave my life to and, the devil. That's what they say. Yeah. And I think as, as, as Catholics, we got to wake up because we need to start confronting them. Yes. We need to.
2: Yeah. Because they're representing lies and right. the father of lies. Right.
1: So now, and they also have, have satanic lace performances during the Super Bowl halftime show. That, which is why that. I don't watch the Super Bowl yeah. anytime. Yeah. Because but I already to, know what's yeah. going to happen at yeah. halftime. I'm not well, happy with, it. with the last ten years or maybe more. But again, yeah. we're not avid Super Bowl fans. But, yeah, you know. But what
2: they do is they they put young entertainers, mm-hmm. female, and dressed loosely clad, yes. and they always have on the stage and on their garments mm-hmm. satanic symbols. Yes. So yes. people are like, "Wow, ooh, look at the way she danced. Look at yeah, the music. Look at that." Look at and the, you're absorbing these yeah, satanic. Look at her accessories. You're, you know, you're not abs- knowing that you're, those satanic icons are being projected right. through the airwaves into your eyeballs, into your brain. Yep, yeah,
1: right. It's 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 um, it's deviously de- wicked. Mm-hmm. It's very wicked. Uh, what else do they do? They erect satanic statues around the country. I'm sure, especially during Christmas, you see that they want to uh, portray their Satan in a in a in a Krish. And just um they try to imitate yes, the nativity. Imitates. Yeah, right. And, and here in give... Arizona, in our uh in our capital, we have put a you know, the holy family there and the nativity. And, in and the state capital and they do the opposite on the other side. Yeah. So, once they saw us do it. Yeah, once they saw us They, they set they up said... their
2: little anti nativity yep. on the other side of the state capitol yep. because they, they saw Catholic men again for, yep. we did it about Catholic we did men. it for about Seven or eight days before Christmas.
1: Yes, every day this uh, nativity was set up. Yeah, at...
2: and let me just mention something about why this is uh, this is just so evil because th- these mm. Satanists they know who the true religion is. Who right, do they go absolutely, after? they do. They yes. go after. They're not going after Muslims or Jews. No, they're or, not. They Mm-mm. go after. They who have who invented in the, the a nativity? Saint <laughs> Francis the of Assisi. Saint Francis of Assisi invented the nativity. Mm-hmm. And so they're anti and by mm-hmm. the way, I want to give kudos to a, an incredible organization of young Catholic mm-hmm. men called America Needs Fatima TFP.org. Mm-hmm. The, I've watched them on YouTube anywhere where the Satanists go or mm-hmm. Antifa goes or Black Lives Matter or the LGBT. They go, these young men. Yes. Dress with a suit and
1: tie with yes. bagpipes. Yes. And take the rosaries and pray and pray, pray like men in the sidewalk. Right. And it's it's just chivalrous of these men to go out there because they're going they're going not only against the Satanists, but the lukewarm that said, why are you doing that? Why do you want to, you know, be uh, bring attention uh, to these people? Absolutely. we got to bring attention, and wake people up that they're out there. You know, why
2: do we have to bring attention on it? I mean, what does St. Paul say about. Uh,
1: in Ephesians, yeah, Ephesians, he says in uh, chapter 5, verse 11, he says, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Expose, we expose them. them. Expose, expose them. Expose them. Expose them. That's what we're doing here in Arizona. And Scott said, We are going to expose them so people know what's going on in their city, in our city. A couple of other ways Anita, that these
2: satanists have become mainstream in society—they're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're in the military as chaplains. Yes. They're in the state prison as chaplains. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are they going to teach people? Right. What are they going to teach them? They also adopt oh. parts of freeways. I saw one on the way to Tucson, like yes. a mile. Uh, yes. they, they adopt parts of freeways to keep clean to curry favor with the with the local yes. politicians.
1: Oh wow! Well, we got to take a pause. We have a holy pause, our ladies. A, a holy pause. A holy pause from Our Lady, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Ora por no beces. Our Lady
0: of Guadalupe 911. one Your beauty and your grace are the bright little dawn Our Lady of Guadalupe Pray for us
1: Jesus 911 with Tobias and Sarah. Uh, Aquila and Priscilla. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they call her
2: Prisca sometimes.
1: Yeah, the real people. Yeah. Jesse
2: and Anita. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two sinners that love but Jesus. Absolutely. We si- do. By and they're our te- role models. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're nobodies, but, we, but I, 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 I like to, people like when I say this, I'm going to say it. Yes. Sir. We are nobodies that want to tell anybody that there's somebody named Jesus. Who can save everybody? Wow! Yay! <laughs> Every time I say that, I get text. Yeah, people, people text me love like, that. Think, yeah, but, you know, yeah. No, but, so, especially Rico, our yeah, friend. Yeah, so I figured <laughs> Uncle I'd say. <laughs> so uh, uh-huh. Anita, uh, you, they're trying to normalize themselves in society. So, and and they're they're in your face at this point because yeah, you are coming to Scottsdale, they're Arizona, up, right. to do a they're satanic. They're infiltrating.
1: Conference. They're infiltrating. Yeah, or they've infiltrated.
2: Yes. <laughs> actually. For more information on what Catholics are gonna do on that day, go to azriseupfaithful.com, azriseupfaithful.com,
1: azriseupfaithful.com. Uh, and there you have all you'll have all the information that you need. on why we're gonna protest and you wanna pray with us? There's the, the a prayers, list of the pray prayers with there. Us. Yes. So you just go to midway of the of the website, you'll see prayers for the protest and then why we're praying. So you want to look at those, and uh, so then you can see why we as Catholics should be out in the public square.
2: Right. There's church. Do- there's a lot of church documentation. Oh yes, as yes. To what? You're
1: going to get educated. Yeah. Uh, to no end about this. Yeah. And, uh,
2: Catholics need to be in the public square. Our, yes. our priests are called to be in the sanctuary. Giving yeah. us the sacraments and the word of God, Catholics I mean, are supposed to take that and hit the
1: streets. That's yeah, what Vatican II says. That'd be wonderful our priest would be <clears throat> of there course, too. You know, yeah. oh, absolutely. More than welcome, but yes, but, 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 but us, they're not obligated. They're not obligated. Lay yes. people are obligated yes, to hit the streets. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Now, the question of the hour is, will we once again be a nation under God, or, or are we going to be a nation under secular humanist and satanic domination? We have to wake up. Mm-hmm. we got to rise up. we got to put an end to the indoctrination of our children by this secular humanist and satanic culture of death, whose greatest purveyor, by the way, <clears throat> is the Democrat Party. Yep. Yep. we got to protect our homes, our families, our cities, our religion, and our nation. The time is now. If not us, then who? And if
1: not now, then when? Mm-hmm. So again, uh, me and Anita would like to invite you to... Yeah, to mark your calendars and join uh, all the Catholics there in the Diocese of Phoenix in prayer, February 11th through the 13th. When these rogue Satanists are having their three-day conference, you can join us in prayer from wherever you may be, uh, from your house, your church, or Adoration Chapel. But we just want you to join us in prayer. You know, I'm going to tell you, we
2: we have to, we've got to put an end to the indoctrination of our children by the secular
1: humanists yes, and satanic culture of death. Yes, absolutely we do.
2: But also, there's also been an infiltration in the church. and This makes me sad to have to say this. Mm-hmm. But the church has also been infiltrated by diabolical elements.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I say this because historically, uh, Pope Leo XIII, when he was attending Holy Mass in 1884, or actually going to celebrate Mass, uh, reportedly he had a vision and overheard a conversation between god and the devil and the conversation uh, purported to be a request by satan to to destroy the catholic church for the next 75 to 100 years god reportedly according to pope leo the 13th granted satan's request and the apparition gives us an insight into what seems to be a troubling negotiation mm-hmm. between god and the devil between good and evil much like the conversation mm-hmm. between God and Satan in the Old Testament
1: book mm-hmm. of Job. Mm-hmm. But there's another pope that also said something similar, Anita. Yeah, it's Pope uh, Paul VI. You know, he warned us in 1972 that, quote, he says, the darkness of Satan has entered and spread throughout the Catholic Church, even to its summit. That means the highest place? Yeah. So what does that mean? Mm-hmm. It means that some of our clergy. Could very well be Satanist, believe it or not. Sorry to shock you, I know, but I know. that's a possibility. This is so that's painful sad for even us say to say that. Yes, absolutely, it is very painful. Because we we love the church and we we're love faithful to the, the church. That's why we're doing this what we're doing. This is painful it's, to, say, to say Right, this. right. And uh, there's a there was a priest. His name was Malachi Martin. He was a former Jesuit who became a whistleblower, and he wrote a book called Uh Windswept House." And he wrote of a what he did is he wrote of a black mass that was held in St. Paul's uh, Chapel in 1963. Uh, uh, Malachi Martin said, quote, there was this consecration, this enthronement of Satan within the Vatican by several cardinals, end quote. So he has dismissed dismissed as a conspiracy theorist by many Catholic leaders and pundits. So it should be noted that conspiracy theory is a term used by the CIA, right? Yep. And, and Why? To see, there's, yeah, whenever to there's reflect. an
2: assassination
1: uh-huh.
2: and the, the assassination started in the 60s, yes. then all of a sudden people are saying, who, who and nobody knows. And they say, the, the CIA, well, could it be this person? Oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. The CIA invented that term to deflect attention from them because Mm -hmm. there's many people that have been mysteriously assassinated in government Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, 34, who killed them? We don't know. And then if you point somebody out, the CIA says conspiracy theory. They've just done this to deflect the tough questions from common folks from us. And you know
1: where I heard this the first time I hear this from is from Hillary Clinton. She started saying it, and that was interesting at that time when she was running or she was, or I guess she was a senator. Yes, or, yes.
2: Or, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm going to mention sure two time. two <laughs> prelates, Anita, not, just to go into detail about the evidence to support that. Again, Satan has to some degree infiltrated the church. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cardinal Raymond Burke, he said this in 2019, mm-hmm. he said that diabolical forces enter St. Peter's Basilica through the Pachamama oh, idolatry. Oh, there you go.
1: Yep. He's a priest yep. of the church. Yep. Committed on sacred ch-
2: grounds in front yep. of the Pope. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of years before him, mm-hmm. probably the most famous and respected exorcist in the world, uh, Rome's exorcist, Father Gabriel Amorth, said that the devil was in the Vatican and the Vatican needed an exorcism. That was said in 2010 by Father Amorth. Mm-hmm. He died in 2016.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and,
2: and by the way, in, in case you think that the devil can't take down a bishop, I just want to remind you Judas was an apostle and bishops are successors of the apostles. Mm-hmm. OK, Scripture says in John 13, 27, it says, quote, after Judas had eaten the piece of bread, <laughs> Satan went into him,
0: mm.
1: close quote. Wow. There's possession <laughs> <laughs> went that that into is? him. Yeah, that's possession. He's a bishop. <laughs> Yes, and and St. Augustine, in
2: case you're saying that I'm making too much hay about this, St. Augustine in his commentary Mm -hmm. uh, on the devil entering Judas, he says this, quote, St. Augustine, to possess more completely one who had already abandoned himself to him, Satan. So again, in, in case you think the devil can't take down a bishop, remember Judas was an apostle. But the good news about there, all this... And thing. there
1: was one bishop, I mean, Bishop Xavier. Uh, well, I know I'm backtracking here. Xavier from uh, Spain. This is he, this was not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, not too long ago. It was in uh, last year. You know, we're in 22. This is November 2022 20, uh, when we heard this news that he... Very painful. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, he uh, was civilly married. He left his bishopric... Became civilly married with... Because
2: uh, he was having an affair with a female a Satanist. Satanist.
1: Yeah. Uh, she's a woman and is author of Satanic Erotica books. That's how she makes Sylvia a living. Caballo. Yep, that's how she Writing makes a
2: Satanic sexual books. Yep. The bishop fell in love with her in lust with her. And not lust in love. With her. 20 years younger. Uh, they started uh, having a fornicating relationship. He left the bishopric. Yep. And he's... Oh, by the way, he was the former exorcist of his yeah. diocese yeah, before he was elevated to so, bishop.
1: Just so... So disappointing. Why are we
2: saying this? To show you that all of us
1: have to live in a state of grace. Yes. And all, and all of us, us have to make sure like our the... title means nothing. Our state in life means yeah. nothing. What me what matters is living in a state of grace. Where where are you loyal to? Are you loyal to Satan or are you loyal to Christ? Yeah. That's just only two things. There's nothing in between.
2: Nothing. That's right. Right? Yeah. And by the way, the devil what's he trying to do? He's trying to divide us. In fact that the yeah. word devil uh, diabolos from the root From the Greek word It means to divide or separate yep. That's what the word devil means in Greek It also means to slander So mm-hmm. the devil slanders mm-hmm. He tries to divide you mm-hmm. and separate you from God yep. And the word demon these are the, This is the army of the devil <clears throat> That word comes from the Greek word demon which, uh, which is derived from the word Which means to divide mm-hmm. Anita I want to flip I want to just go, go to something else because now that we know yep. that there's an infiltration in the church of the diabolical,
0: mm-hmm.
2: one of the ways that the devil gets people again uh, to infiltrate the way he infiltrates the church is to get mm-hmm. people to divide within parishes, right? With communities, parishes,
1: community, you know, you know, uh, group, parish council, councils, yes,
2: parish staff. Yeah, he'll cause division. Prayer mm-hmm. groups, yeah. That's uh, why it's
1: so important to live in a state of grace, because if you're living in a state of grace and you're part of this, yeah. you know, you you are already keeping the demon out of your planning stages or your prayer groups or your gatherings. Yeah. As Dr. Schneider's always saying,
2: he says, you've got to you've got to uh, uh, make sure that, you know, that all your bases are covered. Mm-hmm. you got to make sure that that your your whole your interior life, that you're you, you've, you're strengthening your. You're shoring up mm-hmm. your interior life. Right. Look right. at all those areas in your life where you have a, a defect yes. or an imperfection. Mm-hmm. Do I like to drink? Do I like to watch too much TV? Do I like to watch too much football? Work on those areas, mm-hmm. and 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 insert those vices with virtue. That mm-hmm. way, you tighten up. You tighten up your 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 uh, your mm-hmm. the walls of
1: protection yeah, because right. remember every Catholic home is a domestic church right and this is where we have to call just self-reflection and 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 talk to our soul <laughs> Ooh, I didn't say that I'm sorry I did that I you know I I started gossiping you got to keep your your soul in check yeah so just by talking to yourself and just okay oh that was wrong I'm sorry and and move on so Anita, for for the next two segments, what we're gonna do is uh, <clears throat> we're
2: gonna insert ourselves. We're gonna just travel back maybe to 2010, 2011, uh, and we're gonna transport ourselves to Spokane, Washington.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's go back. If it, those of you that were living living in Spokane. Yeah. Oh Spokane so yes at sp-
2: least sp- sp- both I heard both. So
1: okay so here's okay. What, here's what
2: we're gonna do in the next two segments <laughs> we're gonna get corrected <laughs> yeah I know we are <laughs> if you and me lived 10 years ago mm-hmm. in Spokane or Spokane Washington under then Bishop Supic, mm-hmm. it was well known that Bis- Bishop Supich did not want people he was open about yes. it he did not want people to pick it outside of abortion facilities.
1: Yes. We're going oh. to talk about if yeah. you and me lived back then, what would we have done? Yeah, that's a good question. What we have done. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned for the next segment so you can find out. What up, Ornobis? Cause of our joy has brought us a holy pause. Jesus 911.
0: Pray for us.
1: We are back, Jesus nine one one. I am Prisca, and where's Aquila? Aquila should be coming any moment now. Oh, but hey, that's okay. He's not here because you know the sacrament of matrimony keeps us tied together and that's the adhesive to our marriage but here he is here's a, here's a <laughs> but anyways let's continue on okay uh, so
2: uh let's say you and me we lived in 2010 in spokane washington Okay, let's you, go back. You and me meantime. were involved in the pro-life movement very heavily when we lived in Southern California. Yes, we were. Uh, right now, we support it financially. We're
1: not Absolutely. out visibly
2: as much because we do uh, because of our the apostolic work that we do, mm-hmm. podcasting yes. throughout the week. Well,
1: we support it with hundred percent.
2: Yes, we financially support the pro-life movement mm-hmm. uh, locally and, yep. and nationally. Uh, but ten years ago, when we were very active out there. Mm-hmm. And we were under a Bishop Supic and he would have said, I don't want Catholics, I don't want seminarians, I don't want priests, uh, I don't want anybody picking outside of abortion facilities, you and me would have had a we would have been conflicted because of our conscience. Mm-hmm. Because the Catholic Church is very clear, Anita, that we have to follow our moral conscience. Okay. What does the church actually teach about that? Can't see. Uh, the church teaches In 1782, man has the right to act in conscience and in freedom so as personally to make moral decisions. He must not be forced to act contrary to his conscience, nor must he be prevented from acting according to his conscience, especially in religious matters. Mm
0: -hmm. The
2: catechism also says in 1802, the word of God is a light for our path. We must assimilate it in faith and prayer and put it into practice. This is how the moral conscience is formed. <clears throat> so if anything, myself would have been there ten years ago and yep. spoken.
1: Yeah, we never we never lived there, but yeah. this we're just, you know, trying to play a role in this so you could understand where we're coming from. We would
2: have respectfully yes. uh, basically wh- gone out there because there's a higher law than what Bishop a uh, supich uh, actually gave in fact in, in fact what bishop supich actually did what we would call this is uh it's called clericalism yeah, yeah. the pope has spoken a lot about clericalism mm-hmm. let me give you a simple definition of clericalism it's when a clergy a priest mm-hmm. gives you an order that's outside his lane of authority that's a simple definition hey Jess. Come over here and go wash my car. Well, uh, Father, I'm busy. I'm busy uh, right. uh, you know, taking my kids to school, doing homework. Come over. That Get over here. I need you right now to go wash my car. That would be an example of clericalism. Mm-hmm. Now, if I want to wash this car because I have time and it's my day off or something, I could. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mandated to, and 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 that would be an unlawful order. Hey, come and mow the grass at the at, at the rectory. Well, <laughs> Father, I'm 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 helping my wife at dinner. We're we're feeding our family. <laughs> we're going <at> to. Tam- <clears throat> There's an article written by Doctor Peter Kaznowski where he gives examples of clericalism that are some of the most that are the most relevant for our discussion right now.
1: Yeah, he says on on the other hand, when clergy extend traditionally clerical ministries to lay people example extraordinary ministries of the holy communion that's what they're perpetuating the false view that the only worthwhile validating work for a catholic is to be busy in the sanctuary this is one of the the worst manifestations of clericalism the proper role of the lady is not to substitute as quote straw ministers end quote but to sanctify the world outside of the church building, as many popes have taught and, as Vatican II reiterated, the lay faithful are responsible for imbuing family life, their culture, their civil society, with the radiant truths of the faith, a task that is noble, indispensable, and rewarding. The proper role of the clergy is and has always been to dedicate themselves to prayer, the sacred liturgy, the sacraments, and preaching. When clergy become social activists, and we've seen a lot of priests like that, that are social activists, and lady become mini-priests, all of this is thrown in confusion. And then we lose the beauty of the mystical body of Christ with its graceful, hierarchical, order that reflects the ranks of angels and saints in the heavenly Jerusalem. So when priests and bishops, even the Pope, ignore or hold in contempt legitimate aspirations and needs of the faithful or of their subordinate clergy, when only the Pope, only his collaborators and only his allies know what is best for everyone else, regardless of education, competency or expertise, we are facing another notorious form of clericalism, which could be summed up as "my way or the highway." This, sadly, is something we have been continually during the pontificate of Francis, who seems to think it a virtue to ignore cardinals, bishops, priests, and hundreds of thousands of laity when they express their quite understandable, under, you know, quite understandable concerns about certain of his teachings and actions. We also see it in parishes where a young parochial vicar, desirous of reintroducing beauty and, and tradition, is gagged or ha- hamstrung by an older priest who, who quote, knows better. Uh, let's say what, you know, St. Benedict, he says, you know, was, was wise and he recognized that. He said, uh, God often reveals what is better to the younger end quote and that's one of his the, rules the rule uh, of
2: benedict chapter, chapter three. three
1: yes yeah again so uh
2: I, yeah i can't i can't uh, give unlawful uh, authorities to my son <clears throat> my sons they don't live mm-hmm. with me hey get over here leave your family come come and mow my lawn dad yep. hey dad i love you but it's your house you need to do it yep, yep. uh that, that would be a hey hey daughter get over here leave your husband and come over here and cook me dinner mm-hmm. dad then i'm cooking for my husband and my son my son yeah dad have your have mom cook dinner for you we, you, we can also give unlawful authorities. Yes. Well, and the, again, Bishop Supich gave an unlawful authority there. Yes, he did. And so it's, it's not, it's, it, it's beyond his scope to tell you, you can't go and pray outside of an abortion clinic. That's called
1: clericalism. Yeah. Clericalism. Because Anita, we Anything have a mandate. outside the church doors, if we're doing what is good, we, beauty we, and true, uh, yeah. And, and an example in this example these people were refrained from and and some of them did it some of them followed some yeah, of them right. some didn't thank you know thank you for those that had courage to continue because you knew your role and you know that you know there was um you know he's, he went all out of his lane yeah he got out of his lane
2: yeah and let me quote call- a, a, a bishop that has a lot of gravitas in the USCCB because of his academic mm-hmm. studies. Mm-hmm. The name's Bishop Barron. Yeah. He's in the Diocese of Santa Barbara, I believe, or yes. Ventura. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ventura. Two years ago, when Antifa and Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter...
0: Yes,
1: remember that? The iconoclast? <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, when they were going around mm-hmm. the country, destroyed mm-hmm. f- the first statues of who they considered racist, like, you know... Oh, no. war generals and people that lived yeah. back in the eighteenth and nineteenth century during the <coughs> democrat imposition of slavery
1: yeah.
2: uh, so they're going they 're <laughs> tearing down statues of what they would perceive as racist de- generals and presidents and statesmen then they turned their their anger against the church, mm-hmm. then they started saying oh yeah. that 's a white jesus there that's a we've got to destroy... yeah then they started going and destroying statues in Catholic churches.
1: Yep, now, churches all along California.
2: We're watching all this on television and YouTube, and it, it didn't happen here in Phoenix. I know a lot of guys went out there in front of the churches that I know, friends of mine, and stood there, and Antifa, Black Lives Matter, kind of stood down. Mm-hmm. But So we didn't get hit hard here. Mm-hmm. But Bishop, uh, Bishop Barron was asked about this, and I want you to share, because he wrote this on Word on Fire when he was asked about... This, this whole uh, you know, an- anarchist movement that was
1: happening. What did Bishop mm-hmm. Barron he said, say? Bishop Barron said, ignorant mobs and anarchists are tearing down statues of saints, defacing church monuments, and setting the churches on fire. This has caused many people to finally ask, what are the bishops doing? Bishop Barron, Robert Barron, answered this question with another question. He said, what are you laymen doing? On June 24th, Bishop Barron published an article on his Word on Fire blog titled Why What Are the Bishops Doing About It? Is the wrong question is is the wrong cre- question question. According to his excellency, many lay Catholics like to complain that their leadership does not uh, does, does, nothing. does nothing about the problems happening in the world while doing little themselves. Although he grants that the bishops could do more, though not much more, he claims that these concerned Catholics are putting way too much on on the clergy and not nearly enough on themselves. Rather, he argues that it is the lady, not the clergy, who must fight the legal and cultural battles in the public square.
2: And that's it. He's quoting the Vatican too. Right. He's, Bishop Barron is saying, look at lay people. We have the sanctuary and the sacraments. That's our yeah. primary job. Right. It doesn't mean that they shouldn't vote and things like that.
0: Yeah. But, but your, your primary job...
2: job is the streets. Yep. He quotes Vatican II Lumen Gentium, which states, the laity, yes, he by did. their very vocation, seek the kingdom of God by engaging in temporal affairs yep. and by ordering them according to the plan of God.
1: Temporal affairs means the affairs of society, mm-hmm. and that's why we, as Catholics, here in Scottsdale, we are going to be out in the public square. We're following Barron, Vatican II, yeah, Anita. Vatican we're following II, Vatican II, and Bishop Barron said it
0: perfectly. Clearly.
1: You, it's you, laity, that must go out in the public square. Yeah, you, laity. Yeah, so not so, as bishops. So Catholics should
2: be saying, you know, well, we're the we're the uh, clergy at the Scottsdale conference. It's their job to pray for us. Yep, right. It's our job to be there and pray for the Satanists.
1: Holy paz. Holy paz.
2: <laughs> Here she comes. S- Such great stuff. mother of the stuff. Savior.
1: <laughs> Mater Dei. Ora Pronobis. Pro Jesus 911. Pray for us. <laughs>
0: The grace of the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. So tenderly you hold
1: us in your arms. We are back. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Virgo potens. Oh. Ora por nobis. Matel day. Ora por nobis. We're talking about
2: uh two years ago when the mobs... In the United States, were tearing down Catholic statues. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Bishop Barron was questioned and he was asked by lay people, where are the bishops? What are they doing? I, I t- 100% agree with what he said because he's citing the church's documents. Mm-hmm. B- B- Bishop Barron, w- what he, he basically said is, it's your job to go out there in the public square and fight these cultural yes. battles.
1: Yes. Did you Bishop, hear that?
2: Yeah. Our job, our job. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's like uh, again. He and he's right now like mm-hmm. he has a heavy footprint of the USCCB. So, what did Bishop Barron mean by that? Quoting Vatican Lumen Gentium, he means that the bishops need to attend to church matters more, uh, and and and, it, and lay people have to live out their Catholicism mm-hmm. in the secular world. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that a bishop doesn't go and vote. It doesn't mean that a bishop can't call up the congressman or politician mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, you're
1: Catholic." And it doesn't mean that they they, it doesn't they mean can't that a join us. Can,
2: you know, join. collect money in the, yep. or be a you know be a lecturer at the novus ordo mass. It doesn't mean that. It just means mm-hmm. our primary areas. The bishops is the sanctuary of the sacraments, and ours is the
1: streets. Yep. That's all that means. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, Bishop Barron he also said. Um, I he said. I would argue that the lion's share of the work regarding this massive societal problem belongs to those whose proper arena is the society and whose expertise lies precisely in the relevant areas of concern, namely the lady again,
2: they're called so they're to empower good. us with the sacraments and the word of God and the liturgy, yeah. then we're supposed to go out there and change people.
1: Yeah. That's and why
2: we're going to Scottsdale, Anita. Right, right. That's it's why we're our going job. to Scottsdale. Our job. And
1: all we want is from our bishops and priests is to support that. It's a good thing. And because why? It's peaceful. It's going to be a peaceful protest. That's what we're asking the lady who will be attending and those that will be praying from other parts of the country. Pray for a peaceful Prayer for approaches, because we want to convert those that are in that, in conference. that conference. There's going to be fallen
2: away Catholics yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely
1: There's There's baptized individuals that are in there. Protestants that are baptized too. Yes, that are in yes, yes. a satanic conference. Yes. We need to pray for their conversion. That's our goal. Conversion. Conversion to, what to Christ. Metanoia, the changing of the mind.
2: And it happens through prayer and through Through our witness. Yes. Let me mention something, Anita. Some people will say, well, Mm -hmm. Anita, aren't you in just kind of being, you know, disobedient and stuff? (laughs) Uh, You know, St. Padre Pio. Yeah. Uh, he was obedient when he was silenced for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here's what I would say, just discussing this back yeah. and forth okay. with you.
1: There's yeah. a big difference. First of all, we're not clergy. So what's the difference? Because I know, yeah, Fa- there's clergy and there's yeah. obedience for yeah. a clergy pa- and there's obedience for yeah. lay people.
2: Padre Pio was a clergy mm-hmm. who who basically his ordination comes from the bishop and he mm-hmm. was accused falsely, of course. Yeah. That's why we call him St. Padre Pio. Yeah. But he was accused falsely of faking miracles, he was accused of faking the stigmata, yeah. he was accused of a, a dozen sexual uh, allegations of misconduct with women in mm-hmm. confession. Yep. Now, they, it was all lies,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah.
2: but those are serious allegations. Yeah, they're very serious. And so the church has the proper authority to investigate a priest mm-hmm. where those allegations are surfacing. Although it was all bull Twinkies, yeah. And it took ten years. And it took ten years. 10 and by years. the way, it was a homosexual bishop that could not stand him, yep. and other envious and priests. Envious
1: priests, yeah, but because they're jealous of his holiness and the gift he had. He really had a gift of discerning souls. Yeah, and, and, and so
2: it was nothing but envy. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, he was silent because, again, he knew God's going to vindicate me because yes. all this is a lie, and he's also was silent because. He was following the church's protocol. He's accused of crimes, mm-hmm. and so he's going to say, "Okay, it's not true. I, I will I will remain mm-hmm. silent so you can investigate this mm-hmm. because right now my character is 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 under suspicion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, allegations of having sex right. with females in the confessional,
1: mm-hmm. right, and everything else. Yeah,
2: and so our situation, which which was all a lie, that's why it's called yeah. Saint Father De Beo. Oh, pray for us." You and I—we're not accused of any
1: crimes. No, we're not. Christ. We're not accused of any crimes. If crime we're being like this. accused of being disobedient and not following, you know, um, the proper protocol for the ordination, we're not—we're
2: not, we're clergy. not clergy. Anything—we're we're following a higher calling, yes. Which is what Jesus says in the Holy Bible, in Matthew yeah. twenty-eight nineteen: "Go out, out and out. make disciples of all nations."
1: And that's what we do when you protest. In the name of the You f- want to change people's minds. Most of all, their hearts. That's their exactly soul. what we want to do. Yes, absolutely. We, we want to make disciples of them. The disciples. And how do you make a disciple? You have to be a witness. Yeah, be a witness and go out. So we're not. So there's a difference between the obedience of Father Father Pio and the obedience of the lady. See, absolutely. See, his is
2: clergy. He's, he's Anita because yes, because the as Vatican II says, mm-hmm. as Bishop Barron says. Mm-hmm as the bible says the yeah. streets belong to the lay people that's right. our mission that's field that's our
1: mission field and yeah. so
2: and so we are following based on natural law and divine
1: law yeah i mean what are what, are, what are, every sunday at mass go out and preach the gospel with your lives and your lips to go out and so that's <laughs> we we hear it
2: every sunday that's the reason why we go to holy mass is to get fed Fed with the word of god and encouraged and spiritually strong and then we go out Mm -hmm. when you get fed with the word of god you go out now into the streets and take that
1: gospel with you yeah we take what we learn what we've absorbed through the readings and through the homily and through our own personal prayer out
2: and and this is important because there's a lot of people out there that need to hear the gospel yes you know uh for example, in Ephesians 5:11, you quoted. I'll quote it again. Yep. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose
1: them. Yep. There's, expose them. I love that. There's expose them. We need it doesn't to say expose them.
2: You know, stay home and
1: and also in our case, what are we? Ex- we by exposing. Them, what are we doing? We're being out in the public square. Yep. We're out there. We're we're peaceful. We're praying. We're a witness, and we're witness to all those people passing by like wow these people have a lot of courage it's, they that, believe it's in not Jesus. our courage it's 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 our confirmation the sacrament of confirmation that gives us courage i this is and i think biblically i mean once again we're just following what the holy bible yeah. says yeah the holy bible said in first john uh chapter 3 verse 8 it says the reason the son of god appeared was to destroy the works of the devil close quote there you go so lay casses have a divi- divine mandate to come to confront the lies and deception of the truth. Um, so the body of Christ must do likewise. We, yeah. we need to do if that. If Jesus yeah. came to
2: destroy the works of the devil, were the body of Christ. Christ. were supposed to destroy the works of the devil. You get yes. the connection? Right. If right. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, Then you and I, the baptized, since we're part of
1: his body, we're called to do the same thing. Right. It's pretty simple. Right. The divine mandate, when it comes from scripture, it's divine. It's saying God is telling us, this is what you do, guys. Simple. Yes. Go out there.
2: Yes. And Ethan, uh, there's another passage in Ezekiel, if you could share with the audience, Mm -hmm. again, they're going to be engaged in very wicked things in yes, the three-day they are. conference. Yes, they are, they are. It's, and we're called to confront wicked people. Yes, not we with, are. Not with uh, torches and pitchforks. Right, right, we're right. going to confront them with our rosaries and the, with our faith. And our
1: faith, yes, And because it says it in Ezekiel. What does it say? It's Ezekiel so chapter 3, verse 18 to 19. It says, If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to the wicked from his wicked way, in order to save his life that wicked man shall die in his iniquity but his blood i will require at your hand but if you warn the wicked and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his wicked way he shall die in his iniquity but you will have saved your life so it's us because we know about this you and i know about the, the 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 evils of satanism and it's up to us.
2: It's called to... the pr- it's called the principle of subsidiarity. Mm-hmm. I know about this conference. We were made aware of it. Yes. I can't like go. Oh, oh, go we... tell my pastor. Or go tell the bishop or the. It. I'm supposed. This was given to me. Yes. I'm. I, I. have a a divine mandate by my baptism and confirmation. We have, do do something something. we have to do something about it.
1: We have to do something about it. Of course,
2: it. we want to get as many Catholics involved as possible. And it
1: tells you in Scripture if we don't do anything. The blood is on us. Yeah, uh, their blood is on. I'm going to tell you my goal, Anita. This is this my is, goal this is, is divine I wa- law.
2: I want to have a conversation, an intelligent mm. conversation, maybe interviewed, recorded on television with Lucy and Greaves. I don't know what his background is, Anita. Yeah. He may be a fallen away Catholic, yep. for all yes. I know, or or b- b- baptized Protestant. Yes. I have a mandate if I know that he's spreading this wicked around the country. I have to warn him, as the Bible says. I have to warn him. Yes. I would say, Lucian Greaves, I Jess Romero want to have a conversation with you. It could be over a cup of coffee, yes. at, you know, at a mm-hmm. coffee shop. It could be in public. I, you're wrong. You must repent. Yes. You must surrender and give your life to Jesus. You must Ezekiel, reject Satan. Clear. Ezekiel
1: three, ch- verse eighteen to nineteen. Anita, what do we say at mass
2: once a year, family. once
1: or twice a year? Do you reject Satan? Satan And
2: all his works and the glamour of evil. I I do. do. I want Lucian Greaves and every satanist there to To reject reject. Satan and the glamour of evil, and to come back to the roots. I know all the roots are Christian. Yep, I'm I'm sure they didn't grow up satanist. Nobody Mm grows. They grew up Christian, and we have to, as the Bible says in Ezekiel, we have to confront these wicked people with the gospel. Absolutely,
1: we do, and uh, you know, we want all of you there. Uh, to join us on February 11th, 12th and 13th, uh, 13th uh, 12, 12 noon to 3 o'clock. We have the prayers on on the website, azriseup.com, and just go to the center of that website when you click on it, and there you go. There's why, we pro, why we're protesting and the prayers that we'll be reciting those three days.
2: Anita, the, the church's highest law is in Canon 1752 mm-hmm. it says the salvation of the souls which in the church must always be the supreme law mm-hmm. imagine how many people there may come back to the Catholic Church yes. or some form of Christianity, Christianity
1: through our prayers yeah through our prayers just our prayers in the city yes so how many
2: people will be protected in Scottsdale that's, that's just by beautiful our prayers to even
1: think about that'd be wonderful we're gonna put a amazing.
2: wall of protection Yes,
1: For protection because yeah.
2: Mary will be with us the Absolutely. Ark of the Covenant
1: our mother That's a wrap. We're done. This is Jesus91
0: signing
2: off. Off to Kelly. Hey, uh, up next, Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics. uh, Tune in for the big guy. Yep. The big guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say that word no more, the big guy. God bless you. Keep the faith.
1: Keep the faith. See you next